Welcome to episode five of the Golfer and Yogini podcast, where we talk about subjects that we are passionate about. My name is Kevin, and I'm the golfer. And my name is Mallory, and I'm the Yogini. On this podcast, we get to talk with a CrossFit sensationalist. He is very sensational about CrossFit. Um, his That's name, hot. Yeah. His name is Ron Donaire, and he's been doing CrossFit for four years now, around four years. And so even though it didn't really start off as a passion of his, it quickly became one, which is a really cool story to uh, to hear. Have you seen some of the bodies on those CrossFitters? No kidding. They're ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Uh, so in this episode, we talk with Ron about how he got started with CrossFit and what it took to become passionate about CrossFit. He's so passionate about it now that he even offers CrossFit to his employees as a perk, and he says he can't live without it. I personally love how CrossFit didn't start out as a love or passion of his, but how it developed into one, and that's this kind of what we get into is the story about how that all happened. I want to fall in love with working out. Do it. I know. I'm going to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Oh, sponsored by Nike. No. Nope. This episode is brought to you by Easy Golf League. Oh, oh. Uh, if you belong to the golf club uh, or you are a manager of a golf league or a golf club and you're using spreadsheets and email and sign-up sheets and tournament software and this and that and all kinds of other things to keep track of your club, try using software that will facilitate all of that in one place in an automated way. Um, you can do that with Easy Golf League. With Easy Golf League, you will get live scoring, live leaderboard, online payment structure, and automated tracking of your entire club online. Check it out at www.easygolfleague.com. That's the letter E, the letter Z, golfleague.com. So, good news for all of our listeners out, out there. I'm sure they're going to appreciate this, but we finally got past all of our audio woes, or how would you call that? The learning curve. Audio learning curve. we're on the other side of the curve. We are on the other side of the learning curve, which means that the audio quality for all of the podcasts from here on out is good. Yay! Who knew creating a good sounding audio wasn't just a given? I did not know that. I just thought you plugged some microphones in and and recorded yourself. and, And it turned out perfect. Like gold. Yeah. Like gold. Yeah. All right. Well, this one uh, episode definitely turned out uh, like gold. And um, thank God we have a really good producer who helps us with some of those audio, with some of that audio learning curve, I should say. Is that how you put it? <laughs> I think I like so. That. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to call it that. Um, our producer, Kate. So um, we'll throw another shout out to her because she's doing a kick butt job. Um, and, uh, we'll do a kick butt job on this one too, right? Yeah. So kick off the podcast. Kick it off, Kate. We have to really talk real good, okay? (laughs) Okay. Today we have Ronald Donair with us um, on our podcast and- Ron, uh, you happen to be a CrossFitter, so we're going to get into a little conversation around CrossFit, likely. But um, you know, I've known you for a few years now. I could probably introduce you, but I think it might be better if maybe you introduced yourself and you know, just think of a 
million people listening to this podcast and how would you like to introduce yourself no no pressure no pressure huh <laughs> um well my name is ron donair ronald donair to when i'm in trouble so um yeah i've been crossfitting for about four years uh pretty avid uh crossfitter uh, usually go about five six times a week and uh, other than that, I have a lovely wife, and I'm a very entrepreneurial person. Um, I have a few businesses, and my passion when I'm not doing CrossFit is uh, helping people start their own businesses. So. Yeah, that's great. I thought for sure uh, your Tesla would make it into the, the intro. Well, I thought that was implied with my entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit, so, you know, yeah. Just, I could also talk about how you know my car is powered by the sun, which is pretty cool. That too. is pretty. Yeah. That is pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, I, so. I would agree with that. So, what? Do you, I guess uh, maybe we should start since we're going to be talking about CrossFit a little bit. How did you end up getting involved in CrossFit? Like, what? <laughs> what was the? Yeah, I. How I, did that? How does that work? Because. I know how I got involved, and it was because you and you got peer pressured. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's 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 almost pretty much how I got involved. So uh, I guess a little bit about me and my athletic background is I had none. Uh, the, the last time uh, before I started doing CrossFit and around that period of time in my life uh, was was high school, where I you know I did water polo and swimming, and I was really um, I was fairly active in high school. Uh, but as soon as I went to college, I did absolutely nothing for for four years, other than all the things that you can imagine a college age male doing. I mean, I mean, being a water polo player, you have to be relatively athletic. Yeah, no, so, so yeah, maybe I should clarify. Yeah, in high school, I was definitely, uh, you, you know, I was I was a captain on my water polo team, captain on my swimming. So I had I had some athletic background there. But for a period of four years, there was nothing but, uh, you know, drinking in good times at college and things, things declined pretty quick, especially <laughs> uh, once you, you know, when I graduated from college, the only thing that I could think of right afterwards was, man, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to, you know, make sure I don't end up moving back with my parents? Yeah. Uh, so I started focusing on my career and fast forward another four years after that. So now, you know, we're eight years out from the last time I really did anything athletic you know, that's almost a decade. So, you know, you start to you start to feel the effects of not doing anything. Yeah. I, I, I completely uh, can um, identify with that. A similar thing happened to me after high school. You know, I played basketball for all of my life, including all through high school. And even uh, my freshman year in college, I played basketball and then I moved out and started you know going to school and I was playing intramural basketball but then that quickly turned into well you know partying and drinking uh, and no. then my job and then I would like recreationally I would play softball but that's not softball like, that's is just, just an excuse to drink around yeah exactly <laughs> so so a few years of that I quickly got out of uh, out of sync with my athletic body and then um, I remember Your trying drinking to, body looked pretty good it though. was it yeah. was my drinking body was tight <laughs> yeah all the ladies thought so um, but uh no but then I, I like I went I thought oh yeah basketball I got invited to play basketball again at some point I'm like I love basketball I'm great at it and uh, I went to go play and I was just not it was it was embarrassing actually, and yeah. and my body wouldn't do what I wanted it to do, and I ended up you know hurting myself, and just it's funny how your mind thinks you were 
you your body is where it was 10 years ago but it just definitely it's definitely <laughs> but anyway so 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 you know in that in that same vein i you know i was like all right you know 8 years have gone by i need to do something so let me let me see what i what i can do you know i've always wanted to do a triathlon let me jump into the deep end so i started training for a triathlon not you know not really knowing what i was doing but just kind of looked it up online you know talked to my wife about it my wife was exceptionally happy to make sure that I wasn't a fat slob on the couch. So, uh, we, uh, you know, we started doing that for a while and it was, it was cool because it got, it got me out. I had a goal and I think that's, you know, with many things in life, it's great to have a goal, set something out there in the future. They're saying, I really need to make that happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I started with, uh, with a, uh, with a, uh, you know, small triathlon, a sprint course is what they call it. And was able to do that kind of scrunch together a bike, a wetsuit and see, you know, just to test it out and see if I liked it. Yeah, it was awesome. And I was, that, that was fantastic. Uh, I did a few more sprint courses that year. Also really went really well. And what a sprint course is, is a, it's like, it's like a mini triathlon. You swim 500 meters, you ride anywhere between six and 12 miles on your bike. And then, uh, you run about two miles. So you're really done with it in about 40 minutes. I loved that, that distance. And, you know, as the natural progression goes, I was like, oh, all right, I did, I did this. Let's, let's see what I, what else I can do. What's next? Yeah. What's next? So I went to the Olympic course and the Olympic course is a a bit longer. You have to swim a mile and then you have to ride somewhere between 24 and 32 miles on your bike. And then you're running a 5k at the end. All right. So in order to do that and to train competitively, you're out there for hours on just the every other day that you're not uh, actually racing. And and what it comes down to is race day actually becomes the fun day. So yeah. all the other hours where you're, where you're over training in order to make sure that you're fast on race day, that, that ends up being a bit of a grind. So as that kind of compounded and then, uh, you know, work gets busy and then social life happens. And then, you know, so, so at the end of the day, I didn't really stick with, with, uh, triathlons. And, uh, my wife was, uh, worried that, uh, I was going to slip back into my old ways. So <laughs> she told Santa Claus that, uh, you know, that she wanted a, a fit husband. And what Santa Claus brought was a group on for our local CrossFit gym. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I couldn't, I can't be mad at Santa Claus it brought me such great joy yeah, throughout the year. So, right? You know, so I, so I tried it out. Um, and you know, before we committed to it, uh, I remember that, uh, our, our local gym here at CrossFit of Santa Barbara has a free 11 o'clock class on Saturdays. She's like, you know, before we, you know, we actually use the group on, let's just go check it out. They almost killed me. And I should say not, they almost killed me. I almost killed myself (laughs) in, in that gym only in as much as that I thought I was in relatively good shape and, you know, being, you know, I've, I've completed triathlons. I thought I was all right. We did a seven minute workout where I literally walked about 50 feet afterwards and I had to sit down. The entire <laughs> world was crumbling around. Oh me. no. Um, yeah. So, and it, it was, so it was, it's a pretty, it was a pretty intense workout. Uh, but, and I, and I would not speak to my wife, uh, the entire rest of the day I needed to process what just had happened. <laughs> Um, but I'm a pretty stubborn person and when I'm not really good at something, I, I tend to stick with it despite all of the bad negative self-talk that happens in my head. Uh, you know, you fast forward four years later and I am a thorough advocate of exercise, uh, especially exercise for, you know, 
you know, we, we call it calming our crazy, uh, all the, all the stuff that goes on in, in, in the mind in the average day. Uh, and I think that, uh, it's really beneficial for, for me, my wife and, you know, pretty much everyone around me is now a fairly athletic person, or at least has some sort of interest in, in some sort of physical activity. So it's not, not just CrossFit, but, um, I think that that's, uh, that's been my athletic passion for a while now. Yeah. And I, I, I like what you're saying was like calming the crazy, right? When I've done CrossFit, um, and I've dabbled in it a, a little bit here and there, um, that it's, it's, one of those, like you get in there, you make it happen. However it happens, you know, you do your best, but ultimately it's, it's kind of like the hardest thing you do all day. Yeah. And so it makes everything else that you experience throughout the day, traffic or, you know, a mean person on the street Definitely. or whatever. It's like, eh, you know, I just lifted like, you know, a ton of weight, you know, no big deal. That, yeah. that was my experience with it at least. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I got to ask the question that everybody who listening is likely thinking in their head. So you're saying I have to do a triathlon in order to get into CrossFit? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, the, the idea behind CrossFit is that anybody can, can do it. And the, I, what it comes down to is what you're actually doing, uh, doing during the class. Uh, there is the idea of scalability. So every movement has a easier movement and a harder movement. Uh, for someone who has done triathlons, they're able to kind of jump into kind of like more of like the, 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 the middle movements as far as difficulty. Um, for someone who hasn't done anything for the last few years, they totally can still do it. It's just going to be at a much different scale. They're going to, you know, they're going to, uh, you know, walk in and, uh, tell the coaches what they have done. And if they see that, you know, you haven't really done much, they're going to start you off easy. Remember these people are business owners too. They're, they are in the business of making you better. And if they're, if they don't make you better and they break you, that's the exact opposite of what they're in business for. Yeah. Um, and so you've sort of tapped into a bit of that business side, right? You've created this, uh, this time period or right for that. So that people who are around you and who you work with can then go and experience exactly the workout. So uh, tell us how that sort of came to light and how you decided to be a an advocate for those around you to, to kind of push them into a healthier way of living. Um, so one of the in- most interesting things about CrossFit is that despite all the skill levels, so the person who never has worked out and the person who works out every single day, multiple times a day, and they're going to you know the CrossFit games, there's an interesting thing that happens there where it's a camaraderie where it's competitive to yourself. And when it when you start competing with yourself of getting, trying to make sure that the next day that you show up, you're a little bit better. Um, there is, there's a certain bonding through suffering that happens. It's a, it's a really interesting phenomenon. Uh, the only thing I could liken it to is, uh, is like team sports where you're, you're all on the same side. You're not competing against each other. You have this, this foe, this other that you're conquering. And in this particular case, the other is yourself, uh, your fears, that uh, it, I found that it to be a really great bonding experience. And with the people that I worked out with that I just started, had they're complete strangers. They ended up being some of my best friends uh, that I've ever had. 
And, you know, I started thinking about how that could be very beneficial to other people, but also be very beneficial to businesses as well. Um, you know, there's all of these kind of cheesy, like trust exercises of falling on each other's, you know, laps and all this other stuff. Well, well I mean, you know, that's, that's a different kind of trust exercise. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, you know, I started really thinking about it as like, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur. I do a bunch of consulting with uh, uh, local startups and then uh, I have my own businesses that, uh, that you know, the employees uh, are, you know, they, they're in their roles and do their jobs. And I've found that I'm a lot um, more productive overall in a week if I have a consistent schedule where I make sure that I make it to the gym. So what I went ahead and did is I put this, uh, what, what I call adult recess, and uh, it's a few hours a week where we all get to step away from our desk jobs and uh, get into the gym and you know introduce these new skills and these new movements to people that potentially didn't really think that they can do that. And there's an amazing confidence boost that they that you can you can see evolve when someone goes, oh, I'm going to do what? I'm supposed to lift what? I'm supposed to jump on what? And then... You know, you see that they try it and they're like, okay, maybe they weren't the best at the at first, but then they try it again next week and they're a little bit better. And then, uh, you know, they lifted, you know, 100 pounds the first time and then they lifted, you know, 110 pounds the second time. You can see that progress that really starts to build their confidence. That translates really well into the workplace. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of CrossFit myself. Um, I don't go as often as I'd like and that's, you know, hopefully we can get into the conversation of what are some tips to get you to actually get you to the gym. But one of the things that I really like about CrossFit is sort of the camaraderie about mm -hmm. it and sort of the team aspect of it, because it is in my mind, it's kind of like it's, it's everybody that's at the gym against the workout. Right. And like yeah. the workout sort of like the other team and, and everybody gets to cheer uh, you on. But then also for me, like I don't really hold myself accountable. You know, mm -hmm. they're, when I'm, when I'm working out by myself, I don't hold myself accountable. There's, there's very little at stake for me. Um, I'll go there cause I have to, and I'll go through the motions and oftentimes I'll cut my, my workout short and not nearly do half the stuff. But where if, when I go to CrossFit, I know I, I'm for me, I, I feel accountable to everybody else that's at the gym and because they're all going through it and it's like, I don't want to cheat you know, myself or them out of working out less, right? Like I just feel right. obligated, more obligated to finish the workout. And so that's one of the reasons why I like going and, and I'm more motivated, right? I, probably because I like to look good, you know? And so if I go and, and I only do half the workout, I don't look as good to everybody else, you know? So maybe sure. there's, maybe there's a little bit of that, but yeah. that certainly is motiv motivating for me, um, which is why I, I, I personally like CrossFit. No, absolutely. I, I, you know, I think that your sentiments um, are, are pretty shared amongst a lot of CrossFitters. They, uh, the aspect of self accountability uh, compounds with all of the other people that are there. Uh, as you know, if you're working out by yourself, it's kind of tough to motivate yourself to to do anything when you have another person that's next to you and you can see that they are also struggling just as hard as you are but they're not stopping, even though they're thinking that, oh man, well, you know, this guy's not stopping either. So by the end of it, you have pushed each other to a point where you couldn't have gotten 
to yourself. And I think that that's really what the beauty of CrossFit is, is that it's all of the movements, they've existed before CrossFit. CrossFit really is just a brand of company that is bringing fitness uh, to a more accessible mainstream um, level. But what it really is, is it's functional fitness. It's squatting. You squat every single day, getting in and out of chairs. It is lifting things up to your, into what we call the rack position, but it's like, you know, up to your chest, which is, you know, mothers do that all the time with their, with their kids, or every time you have to lift up a box or anything like that becomes significantly easier. And, uh, it's, it's those, those usable movements that you really get, uh, you really get used to uh, today. I was moving offices and the boxes were, weren't even a thought in my mind as to whether I could do it or not, where potentially in the past, it, you know, I may have struggled with that. And, uh, you know, there's no, the, the thought of being able to, uh, be self-reliant is, you know, a very important, um, aspect that kind of comes with the confidence in, in CrossFit as well. Yeah. I really like that perspective. And I think, um, I don't know, I get this in like yoga too. I get the people that kind of haters out there, right. Where it's like, Oh no, no, you shouldn't do this because you're going to injure yourself. And, um, at the studio that I teach at, there's a lot of, um, athletes and they come in and, you know, when I talk to them and kind of get their thoughts on, on CrossFit and yoga. And, um, and I think there are haters out there for CrossFit yeah. oh, and, absolutely. uh, with anything, there's going to be, you know, some, some level of that. But, um, what do you, what is, what do you say to those haters or like, what is your, like, as far as the injuries and, and that sort of stuff goes, which I know is sort of a stigma that comes sure. with, with CrossFit. Um, so yeah. One of the most important things about CrossFit is that, and I, and I touched upon this before, all, any gym that you walk into, it's going to be a business and they are not in the business of hurting people. The problem is that when you have a team aspect or when you have a group of people that get together and try to push themselves, uh, there is there is a bit of ego that comes with that too. And uh, dependent on the type of gym that you're at, because as maybe something that's not super clear is uh, each gym is an affiliate of CrossFit. CrossFit is kind of like a, a pseudo governing body that franchises out its name to all of these independent gyms. Now, what that means is that every gym is slightly different. Some gyms are inside, some gyms are outside. Some gyms have a focus on a particular type of uh, um, movement. So like, like maybe gymnastics, uh, there's CrossFit football, there's CrossFit self-defense, there's, there's uh, CrossFit weightlifting. And all of these independent uh uh, owners for each of the gym, they kind of have their own flavor. So, you know, some people are uh, really into, let's say, um, you know, that just trying out CrossFit. They have some gyms have really great on ramp courses. They focus, you know, they don't even let you touch a barbell until you you can prove to them that you're really proficient in the movement. Some you're gonna walk in and they're gonna give you the bar. They're gonna and they're just gonna instruct you to go ahead and try to lift that weight. Now, that's that's kind of what's the beauty of CrossFit is that you can find something that's particularly tailored to you. But that's also one of the things that is up to the person to really identify what type of gym they really want to go to. It's like saying, um, you know, and you brought up yoga, it's like trying all the different types of yoga and seeing which one really fits with them. Is the power flow yoga something that they want or is it something that's hot Bikram yoga that's something that they like? 
And as with anything else, there's always a chance of getting hurt when you're doing something uh, something athletic. In my opinion, the most dangerous thing that you can do is just be sitting down all day doing nothing. That's, uh, I think, long-term the most detrimental thing that you can do to your body. Yeah, I've heard some crazy thing that it's like it's become worse than smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day is like yeah. the sitting stagnant in your body sitting is the new smoking yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy so that kind of touches on something I, that i said earlier um I, I did i can't imagine how well let me ask you how often how many times a week do you go to crossfit um i try so so the workout of the day is what is what is listed typically and i try to do about five or six of those per week so that in some weeks that I, I try to do one per day and you know, that would be about six days. Others, when I get busier, I try to do two per day, maybe one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, and that will only be about three or four times, but generally about five to six wads per week. And that's, that's and that's what it, the acronym is wad workout of the day. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's impressive. The reason why I ask you that is because, um, you know, to kind of bring it back to, you know, sitting on the couch all day long, which, and I talked about it earlier where, when I was younger and you talked about it earlier too, when you were just focusing on work and you weren't working out and then you, you went to go or, or I went to go work out after that, I potentially started injuring myself, but it was because I was once athletic and then all of a sudden I wasn't, but my brain never yeah. admitted to that. Right. And it kind of brings in ego and yeah, all that kind ego. of stuff. But I, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you because I don't, I don't know if you went straight from, you know, working so hard to, Six six wads a week. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So what's what's, um, and and the reason why I kind of want to get in this conversation is for people who, who are in at home sitting on the couch all day, but they're beating themselves up because they know that they should get out there and go work out, or they should eat better, or whatever it is that that that's going on in their head, but they can't get themselves to do it. What do you have any strategies around that? Well, the first day is always the hardest. So (laughs) you know the the decision. The decision to go to get up off the couch is is the hardest thing, only because that it's really hard mentally to start the momentum. But once you get going, no matter how hard it is, it's always easier to just to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. So once once you make the decision to go, I would say, you know, do a little research. You, you know, go go online, see which um, which gyms are in your area, and which gyms have a it's called an on ramp course or a beginner's course, and they do a physical assessment. You know, and that that right there will tell you a lot as to how how your your first few days of CrossFit are going to be. And honestly, the, the as soon as you get uh, some sort of camaraderie there with uh, the you know the the people that you're actually starting that on ramp for, you're all at the same level. I, most people aren't you know college athletes and walk into CrossFit. Most people aren't you know these super rock stars that are that are coming in and like oh yeah this is no problem. It's the average mom, the average dad. I you know one of our best athletes is you know in in his mid fifties and when he first started he could barely squat. Like he could barely squat below parallel and then now you know he's just rocking right along with it with everyone else. And it took time and it took years of consistent practice and work. Now, all you know, I, I wish there was a, a. I could say that there was like an easy, an easy way to to get going, but 
that first step is the hardest part. So every single time that you get there, it gets a little bit easier. And then before you know it, you actually start to look forward to it. You start to look at what the workout is and it'll be terrifying at first. And then every time you look at it, you're like, oh, I could, I could do that. Or at least that's where you want to get to. Yeah. And for me, um, when I've looked at the wads, it's kind of been that determining factor and that decision-making where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to be able to. Um, so I've actually kind of, when I have gone, liked to just go in blind and Absolutely, just yeah. like not have any idea, yeah. but then make the decision. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know that you guys don't like it, but, um, or the, the gyms don't like it, but, uh, but I, I, I agree with you as far as like making the decision to go. That's the hardest part. Showing up is like, is the hardest part. Cause you have to commit to yourself that you're doing it. You have to get yourself there. And then once you're there, you know, yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, once you, once you're there, you know, you surprise yourself as to what you actually can do. And, uh, you know, there is a big physical component to CrossFit, which uh, that's no doubt, you know, it's, uh, each workout is only lasts between, let's say on average between five and 15 minutes. So it's not, it's not an extremely lengthy workout, but it's a very intense workout. So that you're, you're doing as much work as you possibly can do in that, that period of time. And obviously there's lots of components that go into that, you know, how much weight you're doing, what type of movement you're doing. And the end goal is to be as safe as you could possibly be, because what everybody wants is for you to come back that next day. I, I still, I'm trying to figure out what, what it is I, I tell myself to get myself to go do six wads a week, right? Like I could, I wake, sometimes I wake up at 4.30 in the morning or five o'clock in the morning to go golf because I love it so much. It's mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm the most passionate about in life, but you know, to get up to go to work or to get up to go work out or to get up to, you know, I don't know put it fill in the blank that I'm less passionate about is, is just way harder. Right. And so I, I'm I'm, I've learned some tools and I've, I've created some possibilities to allow me to, to figure out how to do that. Um, you know, to be a little bit more excited for things that I normally would not be excited about, but what, like, what is it for you? What do you tell yourself? I guess. So, you know, everybody has hard days at work, right? So what I usually like to do is I used to, I, I like to end my days with CrossFit. So when I'm outside, when I finish my work, the first thing I do is I go, I, I go to CrossFit and I, and at this point I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before when I first started, I was, I would, I would dread it. Uh, and I, I think that um, what really helps is, is the people that are there after, you know, the, the whole sh shared suffering aspect, it's, it's an amazing, um, experience to really, uh, bake friends. And, you know, before I knew it, I was like, Oh, I want to go hang out with my friends. Oh, but they're all at the gym. Oh, but that means I have to go do the workout. All right. Well, I might as well go ahead and do that. So I think that, um, I, I, I think that for different people, CrossFit draws them in different ways. Um, there are some people who just want to get back in shape. There's some people who uh, want to be a part of a community. They, they, you know, they just moved into town. Santa Barbara is a very transitional town, so that we, we get a lot of that. Uh, and uh, and then in in some some ways, you know, it's the it's the kind of uh, 
what do you say? The it's like the it's the it's the crossing of all these different paths of all these different walks of life that make CrossFit really interesting. Because um, you're all there for the sh- for a shared purpose, but in you know you can have a CEO working next to a barista. Well, sorry, working out next to a barista. Uh, you could have uh, a you know a 65 year old grandmother working out next to a you know, a, a college athlete or people who have won gold medals in the Olympics. It's a really interesting, um, mixture of, uh, different walks of life. That is one thing I, I appreciate about, um, CrossFit or at least the, the gym here in Santa Barbara that, that we, that we go to is because, you know, I get ego gets in my head sometimes. And if, and I'll miss a period of time, you know, whether it's three or four months at a time or, or whatever it is. And I worry about, oh, I'm going to come back and everybody's going to be way ahead of me or whatever. But it just it, it just doesn't end up being the case. Right. Because there's people there's other people that miss two or three months at a time sure. or, you know, you'll go there and um, you might not be as good as the person who you were equal with three months ago who stuck with it, who's mm. you know been going for the last three months. But there's somebody else there who, you know, maybe they're not your age or maybe they're not your height or whatever, but there, there is uh, going to be an equivalent. And ultimately it doesn't matter if you're equal with somebody else, they're all cheering for you anyway. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that is, I do um, appreciate that about yeah. CrossFit. One of the coolest things about finishing a CrossFit workout is that nobody leaves. So if you all start, you all stop at the same time, or I, I should say you, you, you all finish. Uh, so what ends up happening is that, you know, as people are finishing their workouts, uh, you know, they, they hang around, they make sure that they, they, they cheer on the person, the person or persons that are still working out. And that's the, that's completely unlike any other sport. You know, you have, you have, um, you, you know, you have some, some athletic, uh, people out there that, you know, you kind of, they're maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, self-centered, but CrossFit's one of the few things where you're really, you know, as soon as you're done with your with your work, you want to make sure everyone else gets done too. Everyone else, uh, um, to you want everybody to achieve, you know, what they want to achieve in whatever level they've decided, and it's not something that is pushed upon them. It's something that they decide to do that. Uh, my my favorite scenes uh of the crossfit games crossfit games is the kind of like the the ultimate test of fitness in the crossfit world where people all around the world um participate and eventually they try to narrow down you know from call it like 500,000 participants down to the one uh, woman one um one woman one male and one team uh to determine the fittest people on earth and no matter what when they're competing, they will always cheer on that last person. If someone is in is in uh, some sort of uh, danger of maybe not completing because there's a time cap, there's some sort of limitation, um, they, they you know they get up right there and encourage them. It's a it's a community unlike any other that I have ever seen. Yeah, that's great. So I uh, real quick, I, I kind of want to ask you, what was it about CrossFit that that clicked for you in a way that made it kind of your where you're where you're up to six uh six wads a week and um I'll, I'll give an example of of sort of from the golfer's perspective right where you know a lot of people ask me like what is it about golf that you like and i can i mean i could go on and on and on about things that i like about golf but 
But when I bring people out to the golf course, typically I know when they're going to get it. Mm -hmm. And it's when they hit that ball perfect for the first time, it feels like you didn't even hit anything, right? Yeah. You kind of have experienced that a little bit, haven't you, Mallory? Yeah, yeah. And I, you've uh, you've been out to the golf yeah. course. Have you experienced that? Yeah, so, no, absolutely. And I don't know what the equivalent would be for yoga, like when people just kind of get all zenned out and they're just like, "Yeah, this is it for me." But um, what what was it for you in CrossFit? Do you was there a moment where you were yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, this is this is the deal"? And what was that? You know, there's there's a few movements in in CrossFit that uh, that really kind of like hit some milestones. Um, pull ups is you know, so, so CrossFit's divided into two types of, of, of movements. And one is uh, gymnastics and then one is weightlifting. Um, a lot of the weightlifting, it, the movements aren't particularly complex, but they always get harder because they, you know, you just add more weight. The gymnastic movements are interesting because the your body control really has uh, a big effect. For me, I absolutely could not figure out how to do pull-ups for for uh, uh, any type of like repetitious pull-ups in the workouts and we do a lot of pull-ups in CrossFit so when I started being able to kind of get that consistently that really started to be like all right hey my progress really is is coming along I you know that this work is is getting more and more uh, results out of my body. And um, once I once I had that down, I was like, all right, well, let's see what else I can focus on. And then there's other movements like double unders, which is two rotations of a jump rope as opposed to just one. Um, and then just recently over the last, uh, maybe call it like 16, 17 months, I finally got uh, what's called a muscle up, which is uh, if you've ever seen the Olympics, they're, you know, they're playing around on some like Olympic rings. Uh, so it's, it's, it's that stuff, which is, which is really, really cool. Uh, and all of those are huge milestones. And, you know, you're just praying that somebody is, you know, has their iPhone out there recording you at that moment so you can plaster it on social media. Uh, to get your, your, your internet props, but, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's, there are plenty of movements to, to master. And second that you master one, there is always a way, as I said earlier to scale it. So a, you know, you just scale it up to your, to your next, uh, next level. Eventually you just keep pushing yourself and every day try to get a little bit better. So it sounds to me like it's, it's the moment you master a movement that you couldn't otherwise do before it was kind of got was there a specific i think you said pull-ups pull-ups so yeah. pull-ups was the one where you, when you finally were able to string a few together you're like oh got it now i'm going to take this up from three week three wads a week to six wads a week or whatever yeah it's uh the the, the programming of the gym um is is interesting because it, it makes sure that uh, it varies your movements throughout the week. So, you know, a lot of people get stuck in the same like gym workout routine and they get really good at their one thing and they just kind of kind of put it on auto autopilot. The whole idea of CrossFit is to kind of confuse your body. It's to help you um, get better by doing movements and not a um, sequential fashion almost where whereas, you know, if you're doing pull-ups one day, you know, the next time you might do pull-ups might be a week a week from then. Um, and, but you could go to the gym every single day and it'd be something completely different. Um, so it's, I, I think that, I think really what it comes down to is that 
when you start to see progress and inevitably you see progress in some capacity, whether it's you're breathing better, you're walking a little bit easier, getting up from the couch isn't, isn't so hard. I think that really is where that mental switch happens. We're like, well, man, if I, you know, I only have gone a few weeks and I'm starting to see like physical improvement. If I keep going, I wonder what else happens. Yeah. For, for me in yoga, just switching it up on you guys. <laughs> um, the, the, I, kind of idea of that like the moment that it clicked for me and I think this happens on a regular basis is like the is I think part of it's the mastering of the poses that's really intriguing too for a lot of people it's like I want to do a handstand right how do I how do I get there or you know these arm balancing poses like crow and and um you know some of the cool things that you see on online and stuff it's like how do I how do I get to do that? Um, so I think there's definitely a certain part of that that is incorporated. Um, but for me, it was like the the first real time after a super sweaty class and laying down for Shavasana, the final resting pose, and just kind of like being in awe of like, what just happened the past hour? What did I just do? But But also like having that peace of mind and I kind of just was like, whoa, you know, I think that was the the switch. Like, I don't really know. I couldn't pinpoint what it was, but it was like something clicked. Something over. clicked, yeah. yeah. And it was like, this is. Uh, I want to. I want to know more about how I can get this again, or sure. you know, maintain that, or um, kind of discover how I got there. Because laying there, I was like, what just happened? You know, I've never felt this way before. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always feel like nobody's ever mad with themselves after they work out right no it's like yeah. it may it yeah. may it may suck a little bit during the workout but it never really sucks after the workout and you're usually pretty proud of yourself yeah, you feel accomplished the at the end of the day yeah. yeah and and as far as like the volume of how many times people do crossfit i do crossfit a lot and I think most people don't really need to go and do five, six times a week. Like I, you know, I have a pretty flexible schedule. I have a, you know, a, a social life that kind of revolves around, um, seeing my friends at CrossFit. Uh, but I think for like the average person, if they just kind of want to get in shape two, three times a week is plenty. And that's, and you're going to see a lot of progress and, uh, and, and really what it, you know, anything more than that is a, is a decision to either put in the time to either really accelerate how good you do, you get at CrossFit, or if you start to get competitive about it, uh, you know, if you really want to, to turn CrossFit as a, uh, from a workout regimen, which is to improve your fitness to a actual like comp like a competitive sport. And that's kind of one of the big differences that I think a lot of people get confused. You know, they flip on ESPN and they see these, these, these people that are like chiseled, like Greek gods, and they're just, you know, flying across the screen with super heavy weight and complex gymnastic moves. And they're like, Oh, that's CrossFit. I would never do that. It's well, that's, that's the, that's the sport of CrossFit. That's like saying, you know, man, I see, uh, you know, LeBron James play basketball. I could never compete against him. Well, it's like, yeah, you know what? You're, you're probably right. You probably never can, can dunk on LeBron James, but can you go play a, you know, pickup game down at the park? Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that's one of the most important things to keep in mind is that, uh, CrossFit is what you make it. And yeah, that's really good. That's actually a really good point. I am um, my 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 workout strategy after let's say I go through one of these three month stints of not working out is 
I go 70% for the first four weeks. And, and really all that means is, you know, I don't, I don't know somebody who's hardcore might, might say, Oh, well, why are you going at all? If you're only going 70%, but, but really like in my mind, because I can't remember that I'm not athletic after or less athletic after three months. And I can't, and if I were to go 110%, I would likely hurt myself. Really all it means is like, Hey dude, back off. You haven't been working out for a little while. Don't kill yourself on the first time back because if you do, you won't go the second day, right? So yeah. I just consistency. That's yeah, what I you keep really it a little lighter to. so that way I don't completely break myself the first day. And I do that for the first four weeks, and then I start upping it from there until I can get to one hundred and ten percent. Hey, seventy percent for four weeks is a lot better than one hundred and five percent for one day. Yeah, yeah, that's well, a, that's the way I see it yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, for, you get a lot more benefit of being consistent. Yeah, and the more you do something consistently, it becomes a habit. And you know, the the way that I see it is that that CrossFit for me is an excuse to do something physical that. Uh, I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't want to be a couch potato anymore. I don't want to be a person who, when I have the opportunity of sitting down and watching reality TV or going to the gym, hanging out with my friends and doing something positive, I think that I'd rather choose the latter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's, there's a time and a place for everything. Right. And you know, Absolutely. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, Hey, I, I've, I've watched some series of uh survivor marathons totally. and, <laughs> uh, and man, the real, the real housewives of Atlanta, dude, they, <laughs> they, they really get me. But, uh, but maybe 20 hours a week, 20 of, hours a oh, week of that. Maybe not so much. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, well, agree, agree. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get more athletic myself. Mallory, you know, being a yoga instructor, I'm sure you're... Yeah, she's pretty athletic on on her own. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I try. I With this whole being pregnant thing, it's been interesting, um, you know, hearing what, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And there for a while, I was hearing a lot of like, oh, like, just rest and, you know, make your husband do the hard work. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, I can get on board with that. And then... That gets old, you know. I mean, I, I like to move. I like to get out. And, and I think, um, yeah, I think that that this is just sort of a new chapter in my life. And I've got a new body, which I think we have all, you know, I think yeah. we all kind of wake up with a new body each day just because based on what we've eaten and what we did the day before. Sure. And, you know, so, but this is truly like a, a different body that I'm, <laughs> I'm experiencing. Um, but I definitely am trying to stay on top of, um, just being active and, you know, hiking and, and yoga and, you know, I'm inspired. I know there are pregnant women who do CrossFit and, and there's, um, yeah, that, that, a couple at the gym that you, you, know, yeah, you go yeah, to. Yeah. Right. So, so I, I just finished up a workout and there was, there was one there and she modified to make sure that, you know, she was doing things safely. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy as to what, uh, a pregnant woman should or shouldn't do, as you just said. And, uh, you know, I think what it really comes down to is that you probably shouldn't uh, try to, you know, over overdo yourself. But if it's something that you've been doing for a while, like there's, you know, there's there's a lot of skill involved in in what we do, and I think that the person who who I'm I'm thinking of, you know, she's been doing it longer than I have, and she was way more fit than I was, or am. So, you know to tell her not to go, go and, and move in some capacity is, is I, I think that that's almost just as silly as, yeah. as 
telling her to go, the average person to go and yeah, why, why not? You're in seven months pregnant. Why why not just try CrossFit now? It's like well yeah, it's the, you know some logic involved people. Well, and what did the what did one of the nurses tell you about giving birth? Oh, well, oh, the, like, um, the midwife, right. Was, yeah, yeah she was saying, cause I was complaining to her, you know, like that I was getting some of that feedback and I was feeling, starting to feel better and like ready to get up and start. I was running a lot before I found out I was pregnant and, uh, you know, I didn't really think that that was going to be, it, it wasn't quite like I was ready to jump right back into that. But what they said was like, think of this as like, you're training for a huge major, event which hello i am i mean i'm gonna you know my body's gonna be going through a lot so um to sort of just sit back and and not do anything it's you know it just i mean first of all it doesn't feel that great um in my body but then second of all it's sort of just like you know what are you preparing for you know get yourself ready for it and so that really helped me flip a switch in my mind um and I was like, okay, I can, I can get on board with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard it's kind of like running a marathon, you know, it's like, can the average person make it, you know, 26.2 miles? Probably. Yeah. But it's probably going to suck. Yeah. But if you train for it, you're It'll probably going to do a lot better. A little bit easier. Yeah. yeah. Still might suck a little bit yeah. here and there, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's a, I think all of those are really good lessons for life, right? Like maybe back off on your 20, 20 hours a week of, the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta and maybe dedicate a little bit more time to being active and, and living life. Absolutely. I think that that's really, really the, the idea is, you know, try, try and make the decision of what you really want to do. You know, it's like if you're happy watching those, the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta for that long, you know, I think, you, you know, more power to you. I think that uh, for me, that sounds like a life that I, I don't really I don't really want. And I think on the average uh, you know person out there, I think that they probably wouldn't want to do that either. I think they would choose to, to be be a little bit better every day. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, e- even if it sounds easier to sit behind the TV, it's probably yeah. more fulfilling not to. Absolutely. So. Well, thanks, Ron. Thanks for, uh, thanks, you know, being on our podcast uh, today and talking with us about CrossFit. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It was oh. nice chatting with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll have to have you back sometime. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, adios. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right. See ya. Talk about a hole in one. Um.